Right. <laughs> I'm just messing with me now. Um, what? Uh, Sorry, I threw you. Yeah, you threw me off. Um, we're here tonight with uh, Jordan, uh, with Paul, Mike, Mary, Rafa, Memel, Nick, Matt, and myself. And the other Jordan. Oh, and Jacob in the sound. He's in a. He's gonna be adjusting the sound, so it might get loud here and, and there. Lee on the phone. And Lee is on the phone. So. Um, welcome back, guys. We are going to be in Romans 5 today. Praise God. That's where it gets real, real good. Gets into a little bit of theology. So uh, let's uh, open up with a word of prayer, and then we'll get started. Um, also, you guys in the uh, audience, you guys can just feel free to talk whenever. There is new, there's mics out there f- to catch you guys now, so... You, hear that? Yeah. you don't have to have a mic in your hand no more. Yeah, you guys just stop. Play. So if you guys got something to say, just and online we'll catch you. I see them today. They're pretty cool. Yeah, they'll catch you when they're hot. And be careful what you say. <laughs> yeah. Just easy. Now people online can hear. No, what just you be say. authentic. If you say something, say it. Be authentic. <laughs> We're all sinners here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's open up with a word of prayer, and then we'll uh, get started. So, Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you for this wonderful time. Uh, thank you for uh, everything you've done for us, Lord. We really appreciate it, and uh, couldn't ask for something better in our own heads, Lord. You've done it all for us, and we thank you for that. Bless the study, and help us uh, get the importance that you have in store for us, Lord. And uh, take it out there and share it with others, Lord. Um, bless the study in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. All right, so Romans five one. Everyone there? We're gonna read the first section. This is a recipe. Remember this recipe. Put it in your family cookbooks. It's very, it's very important because it teaches you the recipe of a Christian. Recipe of suffering. Oh yeah, sorry. Well, technically, Christian. Yeah. Because we're always suffering. We rejoice in our sufferings as we will get into the spoilers. Oh, wait. Not Revelations. <laughs> wrong place? Yeah, wrong place. How are we sounding online? Low? Go ahead and turn us up. Adjust how you need to. Alright, so. Just don't do that. Just don't do that. So here we go. We're going to read uh, the first 11 verses in chapter 5 and then stop and then go over that. All right. So you guys remember what we have gone over so far, right? They turn up the BO. That BO is on. It's it's tied in with that one. Check, check. Um, Hi, Jackie. Hi, Allie. Hi, Judy. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Mom. Bear with us online. Uh, you, you're going to hear our volumes adjust. We're doing a sound check for tomorrow. so It's very important, but at the same time, it'll uh, everyone online will be able to hear tomorrow, too. Yeah. Oh, that's if we if, go live. If, if we go live. Yeah. We encourage you guys to come down. So Maybe we can go. Well, that's what the other church did. They didn't go live. Yeah, that's a good idea. Oh, you know what? We didn't... Uh, we didn't tell everybody. So tomorrow, uh, there is no good news nights. 
Um, also, I'll be texting a couple people. We will be having a revival tomorrow, so I believe Matt is going to go street witnessing, right? Are you going street witnessing with him? Yeah, I'll be here. All right, so what time is that at? Isn't it at 10.30? 10. We can go at 10.30, but I want to go later because people will be home. But we can hit like the apartment and stuff at 10.30. There's a lot of people home there. Okay. Yeah, but I was, I was wanting to go at like oh, you know 4, what? 4.30 or so. I remember, because we wanted to get down here at 10.30 to um, have a Bible study. All right, Make so, sure we were studied up. So if anyone feels uh, like they need to help out and serve the Lord, uh, there'll be uh, plenty of things to do uh, for that night. Um, uh, if you guys want to help with kids, Allie will be doing kids. Um, if you guys want to help uh, greet people in the doors, you know, we'll be greeting people in the doors. Um, uh, some of us are going to have to help uh, guide people, all, all the newcomers in for seating. If we run too low on it at first, you know, they can just pick where they want to go. But uh, So there's going to be stuff like that. So, you know... If you feel the, if you feel God tugging on your heartstrings, you know, come on down and we'll we'll uh, we'll help you where you want to help. You know, huh? we're not going to put you where you don't want to. Huh? So there's going to be street witnessing in the morning, and then the revival starts at six thirty. And I think we're going to just start late because people are going to be getting off of work. So it, uh, I would aim for six thirty, and then we'll probably get started maybe around seven ish because uh, it is a Friday night and there is tons of traffic. <laughs> For everybody who had it, it was. Oh my god. This is a new member. I got a. I know, right? I got an apprentice. I got an apprentice today. And they were like, hey, the apprentice showed up. And I was, because the apprentice didn't show up till 10, because he didn't get his call. And so they're like, hey, are you the new apprentice for today? And I was like, they were like, hey, look, the apprentice already knows the job. <laughs> I am a little boy. I cut ten years yeah, off my life, and you can tell. <laughs> you definitely did. You're about my age. Yeah, less than my age. I'm eighteen again. You know, twenty-eight. <laughs> yeah. So it's the beard that fools people. You know. Well, <laughs> shame. Yeah, we're right, right, so I have one. Sorry oh, about that. With that, uh, with that thing, uh, be here or be circle or square or Whichever any other shape you, you want to be. Yeah. yeah. Romans five. So we're in Romans five, and we're gonna read the first eleven verses. So we're gonna get started. All right. Give, give Angie like one second. She's getting there. Yeah. No worries. Don't worry. We, no pressure. We, that's why I let him know so that he could hit the brakes real quick so he could uh, catch up. Hold on, Plus, I'll maybe people See, online have got last man. Now you got me all nervous. I'm <laughs> What's like, it called? Oh, where okay. is it at? Okay. It's under. Uh, it's right. Is it alphabetical? Hers is not alphabetical. It's not. It's not biblical. <laughs> Can't type Roman. Oh, that's why. Yours goes by prophets and so forth. Oh, books of law. So yeah, I would go to New Testament or Paul's writings. If there's Paul's. No, it just has. Sorry to hold it up. It's all books good. of poetry, major prophets. <laughs> it looks like old Old Testament. You got to go back. Go to New Testament. Oh, this is. Breath. You are in Old Testament. I'm going to start reading. Where are we at? Romans 5. Hold on, we got to wait till she gets there. Romans 5. 
There we go. Oh, okay, go We're ahead. We're in Old Testament. All right, here we go. Sorry about that. Yeah. Roman two. Five Roman's one. You're in it. Five you're one at the very top. Oh. Yeah. Okay. All right. It says therefore. Since we have been justified through faith, because that's what we learned mm-hmm. in the past four chapters, right? Yeah. Nothing we can do can get us closer to the glory of God. We all fall short, right? Yeah, I mean. No matter what we do, right? Yeah. No matter who we are, yeah. no matter what color we are, yeah. right? Amen. Yep. See, look, we're the same. I'm a copper. See, we're all the same. Hey, they told me hey, what? <laughs> that if I came back, from those, all right. The, the, yeah, okay. So, first, <laughs> back to it. It says, "We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ." Through whom we have gained access by faith into his into this grace in which we now stand, and we boast in hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings, because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who has been given to us. You see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though for a good person someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Since we have now been justified by his blood, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through him? For if we were still God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son. How much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through his life? Not only is this so, but we also boast in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. Dang, that was Dang, that's just the, that's just the first part. You know, so here we go. I say that online too. Just get your pens ready. There's a lot to <laughs> dig out from here. So we're gonna start with the first verse. It says, therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. All right. Once we realize that we're all the same, and no matter what we've done, and we've given our life to Jesus through our faith, believing that He did what He did for us, there's peace in it, right? No matter what you've done, no matter how terrible or how barely terrible you did it, you know, there's peace in knowing that he covered us through those sins we committed. You see that? Yeah? No? No one's answering you. Yeah, quite (laughs) proud You got anything to add on that? You know, uh, I always look at it because look at a... Look at the man who's writing this, for instance. Yeah. Wow. He did, he murdered people. Mm-hmm. Just straight up cold blood, whether they're a child, a parent, grandparent, you know, great grandparent, no matter how old or young they were, they, he killed them. Just straight up. And he ordered other people to kill them. Mm-hmm. And so this person was like top of the line type of person. Sinner of sinners is what he calls himself is a, like sinner of sinners, Pharisee of the Pharisees, all these different things. And so when you look at this and this type of person is now doing the exact opposite of what he was doing before, the exact opposite. He was persecuting as high as he could, killing people who were doing it. And then he got shown the glory of God. 
and shown what he's supposed to be doing, told what he's supposed to be doing. And now look at him. Now he's doing the exact opposite, preaching it, and he has peace through it because of... This is Paul? Yes, this is Paul. Paul, um, if you read through Acts, Acts is pretty much the entire breakdown of Paul's life. And so if you read through Acts, it'll tell you everything he's done like the, from the beginning to the end. And it just is an insane road. Like when I read Road to Damascus, I think of it as the road to Paul. Like it's just yeah, huh? straight up because it's an insane thing that he went through. Things that we wish we kind of seen in our lives to where like that drastic changing, you know, it's funny as we have that. Yeah, some of us actually go through those things. Yeah, but we don't think of it that way. Like some of us, we grow up in the church like me, but you don't see it that way. I don't see it that way as I would see like Angie maybe completely changing your life the way it was into the way it is now. And But both of us have the same testimony. Both of us both got saved. Both of us are both living in the Lord and strong, like fighting for yeah. our faith. And, and so we both have that same peace, which with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And that's the main important part. Like me personally, I'm going to underline that is through our Lord Jesus Christ. That's the only place where you can have that peace is if you don't have, if you're not spending time with the Lord, if you're not sitting there every single day, just digging down deep into this word or listening to it on audio or whatever you can do and just digging in so deeply with him and you're not doing that then you won't have the peace that comes later i was talking to matt or not matt my dad in a memo about it and it was funny because i've been listening to podcasts i shared it with uh, jacob and he's been listening to them too but just for a moment for about two hours i decided I was going to stop for a little bit. I was going to listen to regular um, worship music and stuff. But for that two hours, it, it was crazy because almost immediately after I stopped, I started getting anxious. Like it was weird. Like I started getting actually anxious and my stomach, like my stomach was nodding up and as if I was having anxiety. And I know the feeling of anxiety, but I'm like, where is this coming from? And so next thing you know is... I'm like, okay, like after two hours, I was done. I'm like, no, I'm going back to the podcast. Like, this is insane. Right when I went back to the podcast, it all went away. And the whole reason was because my soul was longing for something and I took it away while it was still longing for it. And so my soul is now longing for the word. And that's where we need to get at is where your soul is literally longing for the word so deeply to where you don't have it, you feel the difference. You do. Mm-hmm. And it's uh-huh. it's an insane difference. I mean, it was the first time in a long, long time that I've ever felt like that. And so when I felt it, I'm like, no, I don't want this. And that's the way we need to be digging. And that's how you're going to have that peace is if you, you don't dig that deeply, you don't dig deeply to where you're sitting there just completely intertwined with the Lord all the time then you're not going to have that peace like you wish for. Like, yeah, he'll give it to you if you pray to him and you're sitting there in prayer to him constantly or you're sitting there in prayer to him and he washes it over you. But it can it can be an all-day thing or an eternal thing while you're on this earth if you sit there and live it, you dig into it. And that's not just about reading it. It's also about living it. We're going to go into it further. Yeah, that, that peace is rest. That's that rest that... 
Christ fulfilled. You know, you know how they did, did the Sabbath. Well, when Christ came and gave us that peace, now we rest in the Lord. And now we always have that peace, you know, that you would get from a Sabbath day, you know. You guys got anything to add? Yeah, I do want to back up. Um, the beginning of verse 5 says, therefore. You uh, always got well, we to talk about what it's there for. Even though, even though we did talk about it Tuesday. Um, yeah, you're right. Well, it is, it, is said, it is said right, right after what therefore was. Right. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith. Um, in chapter 4, he talked about... He talked about Abraham believed and it was credited to him as righteousness. And then and then towards the end, it said uh, at, at verse 423 says the words it was credited to him were written not for him alone, but also for us to whom God will credit righteousness for us who believe in him who raised Jesus, our Lord, from the dead. He was delivered over to death for our sins and was raised to life for our justification. And that's what he's getting at. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, through believing in Jesus Christ being raised from the dead for our justification, we've been justified through faith. And because of that, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. It all comes from Christ. Without Christ, there is no peace. Without Christ, there's no way to God. The, the, the gap is there. Jesus bridged the gap and made the way. And, and so it's through faith in him, not through, we talked about, we drilled, we beat that one up Tuesday also. It's not through anything we could do, not through works, but from what he did. Yeah, Paul, Paul went real deep into that so we would understand there's mm-hmm. nothing we can do. Like he nothing. kept going. He didn't let go. He brought david in it he brought abraham in it yeah and he kept going he kept going back to abraham because that's the forefather of this whole thing but now he's bringing christ into it right yeah. this is where christ ushers us right into the holy of holies he, mm-hmm. that curtain tore yep. on his yeah. death on the cross to give us uh, a link to his father straight through him but also where it says joy and peace you know Christ had both of those things the entire time he lived, even with everything he struggled with and went through. Yeah. Because he put no stock in this life, no stock in man. He knew who his father was. He knew who he was. And he's going to give us that same relationship. My mic's dead. My mic's dead? It's not on. Is it on? I turned it on. Oh, it's red. It is dead. Oh, okay. Okay, one sec. No, nobody wants to hear it anyway. (laughs) Mike, you're supposed to be talking. He's like, you were were talking right now. I don't remember everything I just said. Uh, You were talking about... uh, No, here's what I want you guys to understand. What it says (laughs) there for, and, and what Paul just shared with you guys too, is that when we build that relationship with Christ... And he's going to tell us, you know, what we're going to read next is a recipe Mm -hmm. uh, for overcoming sin and drawing near to God. Okay. And he's going to tell us that when we're in Christ, we can live in this world separate from the world. And we can have peace no matter what the world's doing or what's going on in the world or even what's happening to us because of those things. We can still live in the peace and the love of God. And, And that's the hardest part for Christians. I hear it all the time. I hear it all the time that um, 
me and Jacob were talking about this yesterday. Um, I hear it all the time about um, forgiveness. You know how hard it is for us to forgive people sometimes? Do you know how hard that is? You know, it should be the easiest thing in our lives to forgive people. If we just think about who we were before Christ and what he, how much he forgave of us and how every day that forgiveness stands, no matter what we do, no matter what we've done, that forgiveness stands. It's an open door to him. He, because of what he did, we're ushered in. He took and he tore that curtain so we could have an in, intimate, personal relationship with him and his father. And, 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 and there's nothing standing between us because of his blood covers it. And, and he's, and you guys, our whole faith is based upon that forgiveness. Our whole faith. Without that forgiveness, we have no faith. And, and, and really we have no faith when we won't give it. Because God says, I, I won't forgive you your sins if you don't forgive your, your brother his sins. Right? And we read what in chapter two, I think, or chapter three, where he said that those sins aren't counted against us when we don't judge others. Right. You know, when we judge others, we're going to be measured to the same judgment. Because our sins aren't forgiven that when we don't forgive. Our whole faith is on forgiveness. You want to have this peace he's talking about and a joy that can never be taken from you? Then you, have, you need to have that. You need to have Christ in you, ushered before the Father, learning and growing in Him. These things are so beautiful that we're going to read right now. But don't forget the therefore is there for you to understand this. And then, and then He's going to give you a recipe. Then he's going to give you a... Don't. Hey, Paul, don't turn that on. Oh, is that what happens? Yeah. Let me switch. Cuts it. Anyways, it's okay. But listen to these next verses. They'll blow your mind. These verses are... are, I got something to add to that. Don't go further, is what he's saying. He's got something to add to what you're saying. That was... Next verse. Boom. Next verse hits. Just what he was saying. Too. Oh, let's just read it. Then. Memo's well, got something too. Go further. He has something to add. <laughs> Take that to Memo. Add it. Oh, he can hear. Yeah, there's there's mics up here. They can hear. Okay. Us. They can hear you guys. Just, just start talking. I just want to show you guys. Uh, so now is you guys jumping into the part of the justification. See, first was the. Uh, the like you were saying, I think I hear you guys for first chapters of manuals, you know, what we did, what we were, and all this stuff. But one thing I want to point to you guys right now, especially you guys, uh, young guys, um, when it says we have peace, it's talking about we, not I, because all the night wrote this letter, it was to Tulis who wrote it. Okay, so uh, Paul was there with him, but Tertullus is the actual writer of this, of this epistle. And so they were we. They were together as because one. They were, he was a Jew, Paul was a Jew, and the other guy was a Hellenistic, Tertullus. So there was forgiveness to, to, from one point being enemies, being separated from each other. Now there is forgiveness, and now there is we. There is unity in the spirit on justification. That's what I was trying to um, to bring out, too, when I was talking about the what God has done for us, we need to do for each other. Exactly. And it's it, it that is see that see and that isn't memo, that isn't just for the church. It's to it's to bring people to Christ too. Yeah. Yeah. There is no I on, on Christ, it's we. Amen. You know, this is important for me to point that to you, especially Amen. Jordan and Jacob, because I 
I, I had to go there so that you guys understand who is the way of this epistle. Okay, the out spirit of God. But he used Tortilius because Paul was ill. So Paul is dictating Paul dictated the letter, yeah. To the writer of this epistle, his name is Tortilius. And you guys want to learn it down when you guys go more deeply into the letter. But there is a unity in the spirit. It's like Paul is speaking. When you read other, other letters of Paul, that's why a lot of people make the mistake thinking that Paul is the one who wrote this letter. He says that, and some of me says, I wrote this um, this closing with my own hand because other people wrote it for him because he was going blind and he had all kinds of problems. But yeah, but it's it's not about who wrote it. It is about the unity of both. Mm -hmm. A person who couldn't see before each other, now they're working together. Yeah, same thing. What he what happened with Barnabas in the book of Acts. When Barnabas says to the Lord, "No, I don't want to go there because that guy is killing everybody." Ananias? Uh-huh. He goes, no. Oh, yeah, Ananias. He goes, no, you go, because he's, he really so ambitious that you're going to go lay hands on him. Yeah. So it's we. 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 You know, you guys are doing an awesome job between the two of you. You're doing an awesome job. And it's we. In Christ, it's always we. It's not I'm doing this, or this is my ministry. Amen. It's, it's his ministry. It's his ministry. Amen. And we are in him. Mm-hmm. So now together we will justify all the way we will not justify once, now we have peace right. in Christ Jesus. Yeah, we're just the hands and feet so that we can go proclaim what he taught us to do. Exactly. Yeah. Roger said, hello. Mom said, amen. Allie said, verses 7 and 8, this is what I thought. No man deserves to be saved, but because Jesus loves us so much, he died He died a sinner's death to take all our sins away. Home run, girl. His death brought life to us because of his death we can live amen hi Cody home run I, my mic's not working again I don't think it's cause oh we're on a different channel oh no he said I'm good over there you, the guy in the room back there it's, it's, you know what you turn it down on these speakers so it's not blasting oh yeah okay yeah you just as long keep as talking, he's adjusting. So okay. if it doesn't sound like it's off. He hey, he told me to keep talking. Just keep talking. <laughs> just keep talking. Hey. <laughs> don't don't worry about the the mics. Jacob's Jerry's back there fixing a wink. Hey man, thank you, Jerry. Oh no, Jerry. Text wink wink. Oh, <laughs> all right. We we got Leah. She'll tell us. Leah was listening. All right. So, so back to this first verse. The, the therefore I see in here that I wanted to add was that everything that we learned in chapters one, two, three, and four, that we got to apply this with what's coming up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all one thing together. This is why we were so, so adamant on the first four chapters that everyone understand because the recipes is part of this you know when you under when you have that understanding of what the first three chapters are you know and then you understand what the fourth chapter is covering those first three chapters then then there's like a relief and then it continues because now the peace that we all have uh through christ uh, it's going to keep going on more of it. So that's what I wanted to add. Mom said the last two letters in Jesus is us. <laughs> Playing on what Memo was saying. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Man. All right. Anything else on the first verse? Anything, Mike? 
Yeah, I want to one, one verse that I like. One of my favorite verses. Turn the mic toward you. Just yeah? turn it this way. Yeah, just turn it toward Better? You. Turn yeah. mic. You right. can turn Mike, it. Turn the mic. This, uh, has, this has to do with... Uh, it's the first verse, right? Being justified through our Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, there you go. You just have to have because it's directional. Amen. All right, this is First Timothy two. We're gonna read one, two, three, four, five, six, and seven. Wait, let me get there. Let me get there. First Timothy. First Timothy two. First Timothy's. I love that book. It's gonna be verses one, two, three, four, five, and six. That's what we went over the other day. Seven. Yep. Seven. Seven. <laughs> She's like, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> you ready? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I am. I don't know about the rest. I was going to say, I don't have a phone. <laughs> I'm not First bad. Timothy 2, what? 1 through 7. Thank you. I love that song. Ready? <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. All right. It says, I exhort, therefore, that first of all, supplications, <laughs> prayers, intercessions, and, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For there is, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. Who will have all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. Whereunto I am ordained a preacher and an apostle. I speak the truth in Christ and I lie not. A teacher of the Gentiles in faith and verity. Amen. He's a herald. Amen. Oh, I love that one. I love First Timothy. Me too. First Timothy's my favorite book. Second Timothy's also a good book. Oh, I just found Timothy after all this time. Kathy says everyone sounds good. Cool. Any draining? Hi, Kathy. That's good. I was hoping I was saying the right thing. (laughs) (laughs) They can't hear you too, man. All right. So back to the back to the Bible study, uh, verse two. Here we go. Says, "Through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand, and we boast in hope of the glory of God." And that, that just hits with the last verse. Um, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace. It's from Christ. And, you know, there's no other way. Like, like uh, Jesus was telling him, some men try to enter um, over the fence or through the window, but Jesus is the only gate and the only way in through the gate. And that's the only way you're going to get to Christ. A lot of people these days might have fine-sounding stuff, right? That they might talk godly and stuff, but if they don't have Christ, it's it's just noise, you know, because um, He's the only way. Yeah. And, and same thing with things we do. You know, if we do them in our own, it, for our own purpose, they're going to, they're, 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 they mean nothing. But if we do it to... Uh, to glorify God with Him in mind, then then it, it it could be the same thing, but the motive, the heart behind it's wrong. You know, it's it's going to be empty, but it has life and and will be eternal if you do it to in, in with God to glorify God. So we've been justified, which mm-hmm. is the price has been paid. Yeah, and now we have access to the. 
to grace, which is you cannot, you cannot gain, you cannot achieve. Yeah. Right? You cannot what? You cannot achieve on your own. You no, that's this, right. This, this free gift. It's a free gift given to God. That's what I like about my going to chapter oh, 2. Yeah. Christianity. Now, yeah. you not you not only oh, want to be glorying on this grace, but also on the on the on the, on the challenge yeah. that's going to come in your life. The one that the next no, verse is the next the next section oh, later because oh, some people fine. things that come into Christ is all flowers and roses and all this other stuff. No, and it's, you know you're going to go through a whole lot. That's what I was trying to say earlier, Memo. We can have the peace of God no matter what's happening or even happening to us. Yeah. If we're choosing Him over the things, exactly. Why? Because it's gonna it's gonna bring you to remembers who you are, an enemy of God, mm-hmm. before you come to. And what is that? Well, what is that saying, Memo? Mm-hmm. That everybody's gonna be. Uh, we're gonna be an enemy to everybody if we're in God. Yeah. Exactly. And so the suffering is going to happen. That's that's the reason why I brought the issue about who is the writer of this letter because it's unity in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. So now it's by grace that we have been saved, not by works. Yeah. So no one should boast, but you want to boast in the glory of God. Amen. See, and God. that's that's actually eternal. Exactly. That's, what, see, that's the hope. We, that's the hope we're waiting for. It's important to understand that hope. In, in, the, in the glory of God. Why? Because God is not, not going to disappoint you. Mm-mm. Why? You know, because He has given us, shown us His love. Through the Holy the Spirit. Spirit that's, that's been given to us. Which is a deposit that's the, that's, of the glory to come. And, and Home run. You can overcome. Yeah. When somebody does you wrong, you overcome it because the grace was given to you. So now you are at peace. Mm-hmm. Because you know that you are, you, you're not supposed to have peace. But you were justified, like what uh, Ali was saying on, on the online team. Mm-hmm. It's because of Him that we can boast upon His glory. Amen. That's why we should be boasting upon His glory to everyone. See, and then you become you, you become unified. So one hope and one spirit, one Lord. Amen. See, one, one Father of all. That's that's what the Bible teaches. Mm-hmm. So why is why is only one? Because He's Sorry. I, I want to take us somewhere which goes exactly along the line of what you're talking about. Ephesians uh, 2, and it's going to be starting at verse 14. Okay. It talks exactly what you're talking about. Let's see. Not by words. Trust me. It does. <laughs> I don't trust any man. I know what's in every man. Let's just read it. Exactly. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Rafa, that was biblical, just so you know. <laughs> you were probably there while I was, I was making a biblical there. pun. <laughs> it says in uh, 2.14. Oh, wait. Why can't we start to look at it? But, but that starts uh, there right, four, and then the next one starts. Oh. All right. Eh, I guess we could start in 10 if you nah, guys are fine with nah, it. Nah, nah, go ahead. Um, verse 14. For he himself is our peace, who has made the two one, and who has, sorry, and has, huh? Sorry, Leo? Where did you just switch to? Ephesians, Ephesians 2, 14. Sorry, I thought I thought you were caught up. My bad. Okay, okay no, I'm good. Thank you. You're welcome. Let me restart. Okay. For he himself is our peace who has made the two one and has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility, 
by abolishing in his flesh the law with its commandments and regulations. His purpose was to create in himself one new man out of the two, thus making peace, and thus, sorry, and in this one body to reconcile both them to God through the cross, by which he put to death their hostility. He came and preached peace to you who were far away, and peace to those who were near. For through him, we both have access to the Father by one Spirit. Amen. Amen. The reason we needed to back up, I think, but we don't have to now, but is just to clarify it, is that he was talking about the Jews and the Gentiles becoming one. Yeah. The same thing Memo talked about. It's not I. It's we. Mm -hmm. And, and that's, that one, that's in every faith, too, yeah. in every every denomination. There's a lot of denominations that are I, 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 but it's not that way. We're all the body of Christ. We're all together in one, mm -hmm. just like we're all together here in one. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't it doesn't matter your background, like Jacob was saying earlier, and what we've always said. It doesn't matter about who you are or what you've done. What as you long did. as you're all in one spirit, then it doesn't matter. Oh, that's if we're all preaching the same... That Christ died on the cross and first. lived, raised from the dead, then what does it matter? Yeah, that's I think the, it says that in Philippians. Yeah, that's the, that's what the whole that's where where he was breaking us down to to get to that point. Oh, there was something I wanted to share too. Is that that part about his peace right there? You just read, read it again. The first verse. Uh, let me get back there because I just left there. This is very so, important. 14. This is very important. You guys, listen to this. For he himself is our peace. Okay, right there. The two right there. I got to tell you guys something, okay? I don't care what the world's doing or who in the world's doing what, even if it's to you. Those people and those things and all that stuff is not your peace. Those, his peace is not contingent upon those things. When you're in him, you have peace during those things. His peace changes those things. Amen? You get it? Yes. Okay. That's exactly what I was trying to get across when I was... Um, telling you guys what I went through today is the only way I got that peace after feeling that way was going back to what um, took it away in the first place was going back to the Lord which was going back to listening to scriptures or someone talking about scripture and the reason why is because Christ is through the scripture Christ is the only way to get peace Christ is the only way to come to that knowledge and come to that salvation um, that's why it says that um, I'm going to read it. And in this one body to reconcile both of them to God through the cross, by which he put to death their hostility. Talking about just our entire nature. Go ahead. You could say that it was for Jews and Gentiles, but you could say that for Angie and me. Right? Angie could be mad at me or I could be mad at Angie. But when we think about what Christ did on the cross for both of us, it puts away that hostility. That's what's sad. That's what I was trying to tell you guys before. We need to forgive the way we were forgiven. You know, um, me and Memo were talking to somebody this week about how, how hard it is. It's easy for us now, but how hard it is for people to um, have that forgiveness and let it go and cover people that are even hurting them. You understand? It's easy for us now. We do it every week. Something happens in this little place or where memo works or something where somebody mistreats us and we still cover them. We still cover them like it never happened because we love them. And that's what God wants us to have for each other. Because can you imagine if we all did that, we, would ha we wouldn't have to cover each other anymore. We would just love each other. 
You see the beauty of it? If there's if there's a problem, you guys, there's sin involved. Yeah. That's what that's saying. We need to stop. Just let it go. There's nothing that we could do to each other that is worse than anything else somebody else has ever done. You know, it's like just the hostility's gone. When when you this whole thing, this whole faith of ours is based upon what Christ did on that cross. And what and what his father did when he raised him. Do you understand? Our eternal hope is that we're going to be with him one day eternally, okay? Right? But you know what's... Well, I'm going to be a little spoiler here just for a second. I don't mean to, but... He's going to go on to tell us if this is so, how much more could he save us from God's wrath now? Right now, while we're living in him every day. You, and you... He's, oh, gosh. All right, no one's listening. Go ahead, you guys, wherever you are. You're excited. <laughs> now we have nothing to say for verse 9. Yes, you do. <laughs> You're on verse 2. 3 now. All right, we're verse 3. Um, we're going we're gonna to read all the way to five, through Excellent. 5 so we get the whole... Can you do me a favor? Go ahead. Read the second half of 2 down to right. 5. Just read 2 Because that, that goes along with it. Just we rejoice in the hope thing. of the glory of God. Read that down. And we, and we boast in hope of the glory of God. That one? Yeah. Right. Yours says, boast our says rejoice. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings. Damn. Because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame. Because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. See, that's what I really wanted to touch on with three. I was waiting, or sorry, not three, two, was that I was waiting for the rest of it to be read first so that I can go back to it. Because it tells you, and we rejoice or boast, as it says in um, his, in the hope of the glory of God. Now, where does that hope come from? Or how do you get to that hope? And it tells you the exact way to get to there afterwards. And it says, um... Down in three, not only so, but we also rejoice in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance produces character, and character, hope, and hope does not disappoint us. And that hope, you get there after you've already suffered through. Um, you, what it is, is um, I always look at it because some people they're like, Well, why do we have to suffer? Why do we have to persevere? Why do we have to? And so, you always have to break it down a little bit. You have to go through the suffering because that's the area of you're suffering through your sin. You're trying to get rid of it. Because when you're first, it's like uh, Matt, for instance, I have to, I'll just bring you up because I know you're okay with it. Um, He's pulling at me. I have to. Somebody smack him. Um, And Matt won't actually enjoy this one. But (laughs) it's like with drugs, right? Is someone hey, I was a drug addict. If anybody asked, yeah, um, someone who's really addicted to drugs, right? Say it was Matt, and Matt was really addicted, and he's like hardcore, right? And the next thing you know is he's trying to get off of it now, but that addiction's there. So every moment he wants to go back to it, wants to go back to it, wants to go back to it, and it's that suffering. That's the suffering. Is you're trying to separate yourself, but you're wanting to go back to it now. Once you persevere through that suffering, 
That's where you start to get to the character. Once you start to persevere through it, that's where it starts to become your character to persevere through those things. And once you get to that character, that's where your hope comes in. Because now you're hoping that what you just persevered and suffered and everything through that per that created this new being in you, that it wasn't all in vain. Right. And so now you're looking at it and that hope doesn't ever disappoint us because we know what we hope in. Because we know what God saved us from. Because we know we've experienced it now. Because God brought you through it. Because there's no possible way to get through addiction, really, without the Lord. Because people who try it, you see it all the time. People who try it without the Lord, they go back to it. Or they substitute it for something else. Or it substitutes for always something else. Always need help. Oh, yeah. It yeah. always has to be through the Lord. If you're not doing it through the Lord. Huh? That was the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually deeper than that. What it, is, it is deeper. I'm just hitting the surface, but... Because you don't suffer, you don't do it. No. You you, you suffer um, because we have to go back to the justification part and back to what Christ did. And you guys, I if I wouldn't have held Jesus' feet, I would have never got through it. I stayed right there at his feet. I, never, I didn't move for nothing. And I held on just like a little kid when they don't want you to leave and you drag him down the, the hallway to get out the door. I hung on to him like that, and I never let go, and I seeked him in everything to get past this. That's that's not. It's way deeper, you know. And and his refraining to the persecuted becoming persecuted. That's what's that? His 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 refraining to the persecuted becoming persecuted. That is something that he's referring because of his faith now he's in Rome, because he was first persecuting the believers. Now that persecution has come it's to is now his. So now you can endure that because you remember how you were persecuting the believers. Mm -hmm. Now because of the faith that you were persecuting, like when Jesus appeared to him in the road to Damascus, now the persecutor has become one of those hoping persecutors. Actually, what he's talking about is, is right on target. Yeah, that's right. But what I'm talking about leads to that. To that relationship that you build, and then when you have that, you then you become because the next part is the character of Christ. Mm -hmm. That's not the character that that we get through suffering through something. That's His character that is being built in us. Yeah. And I wish I wish they would have had something, but they would have had persecution instead of suffering. Yeah, because it would have made more sense because of our faith. Yeah, so. mom. Mom said it seems like hope needs to be earned. No, you know no. what? Can no. I share with you what hope is? Because that's an eternal hope. Mm -hmm. It's not a hope that we could have here on earth. Right. That's an eternal hope. That's that's something we know one day we're going to receive eternally. Right. right. That that we long for in the suffering. That we long for in the character of Christ. That we long for, and it's and it's God revealing it to us through His Holy mm -hmm. Spirit by pouring out His love into our hearts. Right. It develops through the suffering. But the suffering isn't suffering if we cling to Jesus. The suffering is suffering when we're when we when we're not spending time or not drawing near mm -hmm. Him. Then we suffer. Brother Paul in the Bible, mm -hmm. um, he caused Christians to suffer, mm -hmm. and so when it happened to him, he knew exactly what was happening. Yeah, you understand? And he rejoiced in it. You want to know why he rejoiced in it? Because people that are putting up the biggest fight are the ones that are closest to falling. They're the ones you're going to be able to win, too. It, it's not... 
it's 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 not a physical suffering. No. It's not. It's not a physical suffering. It's a thorn. There's people coming against you. Mm-hmm. And you have to learn the way that you were learning to justify their sins because of the way you learn. Oh my gosh, see that memo? That's what I was trying to say earlier. Say it again. It's, it's, it's because it's to love people the way that you are justified, justifying them because of the way you love them. Mm-hmm. Because you are called to love, not to judge, according to chapter 2 and 3. Even the way they're acting, just like you were acting when you were so, saved. So you, you're going to be persecuted because of your stand upon the faith. Because now you have access to that grace that was given to you that you should not acquire, you should not have, but it was given to you freely. Mm-hmm. Therefore, that's why it goes to chapter verse one. Therefore, mm-hmm. see now you now you guys are hearing so so many key things in there. So it's it's not a physical suffering. It's something that that you know that you know that you cannot say okay then you guys go ahead and do whatever the hell you guys want to say some pieces on chapter five Galatians. Mm-hmm. No, it's keeping with the spirit. It's keeping having the character that of Christ Jesus. Like even though we were still sinners. He gave his life for us and the he was resurrected for our justification. That's why you're justifying your peace. You're not, you're not subject to the wrath of God, although we were subject to the wrath. Because of what he has done for you and me, that he has washed it Now, you're going to go to the same thing that the Apostle Paul went, and you're going to be sleepless nights praying for the one that they accusing you and, and making fun of you and all these other things and you want to be in, in this agony asking God for forgiveness for them in their behalf so that their sins will not hold up, be from, hold up on their heads or the blood that is going to be spilled from them you're free from it Amen well, not, just, deep not just that, the Holy Spirit usually finds a way into their life using you to do it because you've been praying yeah. for him too so Which is persecution. beautiful. That's why I said, which wish, wish would be persecution instead of suffering. Mm. Endure it. Endure it. And you see the results after that. Yeah. Yeah, the person we were talking to on Sunday, I, I said, and if you get mad about this, I'll cover that too because I love you. <laughs> Do you understand? It's like, uh, it's what it is. You get it? You just, you... People aren't going to like a lot of the things that they first hear and that God is doing in their life to change their life. But you know what? And you might be the the person who shares things with them, that, that, that the word comes alive, you know, and you might be the, the, the thing that, um, the, you know, the person that they want to take it out on. And you know what? It's okay. It's totally okay. I remember taking it out on all kinds of people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Including the one preaching it to you. But I'm so happy. I'm so happy now that they endured it because I am who I am because somebody loved me, showed me the love of Christ. Allie's got two verses. Um, 2 Corinthians 1 5, which says, For just as the sufferings of Christ flow over into our life, so also through Christ our comfort overflows. I like the verses that follow it too. It says, If we are distressed, it is for your comfort and salvation. If we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which in 
which produces in you patient endurance of the same sufferings we suffer. Amen. And then 22 says, um, He anointed us and set a seal of ownership on us and put His Spirit in our hearts as a deposit guaranteeing Amen. what is to come. to come. Amen. Dang. That's what happens when she stays at home. That's your wife right there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when she works from home, you know? <laughs> and she, she says that goes with, with uh, Romans 5.5. 5. <laughs> That's cool. She had a flaky when you walked through that door. Oh, I know. She's going to tackle me and take me down and make me say uncle. <laughs> All right. Uh... I had something to say on three through five, but I'm not sure if it goes along with it anymore, so we'll just move on to six. Say it anymore. Remember when we always told Allie, maybe someone else is thinking about it or needs well, to answer. Well, Memo way. said it wasn't the physical suffering, so that's what makes me think it's not with it well, anymore. It, it, it's, it's, a, it's part of it because you are part body, soul, and spirit. But when it comes down to the war of suffering on, on the originals, it's tribulations, right? That's that's how it's written. It's not written sufferings. So sometimes we, we take up upon suffering thinking, okay, I have a pain. My, my feet hurts on suffering. And so now that I have the hope in Jesus, my pain can go away because, you know, it's a feeling type of thing, the suffering that a lot of people refer to on this verse. It's not, it's not a, a feeling type of thing. It's more deep than that, although when she went to, to First Corinthians, speaking about Jesus taking that suffering for us. Amen. For his tribes were healed. By his so tribes, it, yeah. so it's still it's still joining together with the with this realm, but we're not of this realm. We are from the heavenly realm. So it, it's tied in together. It's like I was trying to tell you guys a couple of weeks ago about holy being separated from God and understand the holiness of God. There is no one like him. And I was sharing with Matt, it's, it's two different type of things on, on the writing. So now when, when you look at it and decide, okay, so I'm going to go to a lot of tribulations, trials and tribulations, like Jesus Christ says on Matthew. If, you, if you're going to follow him, you are. Yeah. See? We're going to go through that, but we are called to endure those trials and tribulations, just like Christ suffered for us, to so taking that penalty that was supposed to be put upon us, he took it upon himself. So that now he, we, he has put the spirit upon us so that we can have that character. So yeah, so we have been able to undergo the trials and the tribulation, the suffering on this earth, mm -hmm. looking at the things above. And there's a purpose for that. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing it's that one of us. Or being justified, bringing someone else to justification. That's right, because it's the same thing that, that happened to us. Yeah. There was somebody in our life who overlooked what we were doing and how we were acting, how we were treating them, and loved us anyways that led us to the Lord. You know, if, if I would have taken you literally, I would have, I would have been maybe a, a false teacher because Paul Gaston, that was a physical suffering. Left, left for death. That was a physical suffering, but he was not looking at that part. He was looking at the one above. So it is, it is on, on this earth. It, it, somebody insult you, Jacob. You have been bothered. So bothered. But then you had this hope. Yeah, all the insults that was thrown upon you, fall upon him. 
So you'll be able to, instead of falling to anger and reply back into anger to the person who insults you or disrespect you, you show that grace. You show that grace to that person because they might not be what you have. You got to be saying, when you start Romans chapter 1, not everybody's on the same spot. So it's important to, to be able to identify that it does apply on this realm, but to focus on the things that is going to be winning something greater, which is above. You feel me? Mm-hmm. It, it, is, it, is, it is applies to your life here on earth, but you're focusing on the one above. Right, so... So what I got from it then, it's essentially like both of those, but it's more on like, not about someone wronging you. It's more of like a, your personal walkthrough with the Lord. And so the way I see it is like, why would you rejoice in suffering? You know, why would you do that? You know, um, and what causes the suffering? Have to time ourselves. Right, yeah. so <laughs> it's our own fleshly desires, right? Yeah. So even if somebody's persecuting us, it is. Yeah, it is. Right. If we could, if we could, because right, we want to jump back and try right. hit him in the face back. You if know? we could be persecuted yeah. without that, then we would have the peace of Christ. Yeah. Right. We want to. We we want to. We want to. There's something that happens inside us, which Paul talks about in chapter seven, that there's a nature inside of us that wants to wants to go against what what we what we what we what what the Lord has given us, you know, the renewing of our mind, essentially. And and so. So why would we rejoice in that? Because if we persevere Right. We know it's going to go somewhere God wants it to go, not where we want it to go. But we know on the other end of this, God is going to mold us like that clay. He's going to mold us through it. And with that perseverance, he's going to get us just right. And what is that? Character. I I know a man who tore down a transmission just to spend time with another guy. <laughs> you know? He went through a whole lot with the, a person that was respecting him left and right, mm-hmm. and still justifying his wrongs, still yeah. sharing that love, still like hardcore then, sharing that and, love. And, and then comes down like the justification. So you want to endure all that that you're talking about with one hope, and you know, um, it's always rejoicing on the suffering because when that person like now you're falling to the same trap I am. Um, yeah, but like, so like, and there was what, a joy too. Like yeah. every time that we got together, there was a joy in him, yeah. just like we have for each other. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Jacob. So, so like when you're when you're trying to like you you realize you read something across the the Bible and you're like, oh man, I gotta do that. I don't wanna do that, <laughs> right? Thank you. That hit a nerve and Angie. Oh, dude, I don't want to do that. That hit a nerve and Angie. You know, like when you when you read the last thing Jesus told his disciples, you know, and you're like, ah, do I gotta really do that? Like, you know, and then then you reflect on you reflect on some of those things, and without the understanding of what we just went over, you're gonna try and overcome it. You're gonna try and stop it. You're going to do what you need to do to get over it. And every single time you're going to fail. And how you're going to, what you're going to do is you're going to realize like, oh man, I messed up in front of the Lord again. You know, and you're going to wake up every morning and you're going to go, oh Lord, forgive me. I messed up again. You know, instead of, 
instead of, go ahead. I'm sorry. Instead of coming through, when we realize, you know, um, that we're going to go through suffering, but we know on the other end that we're going to have to go through this because we're going to get molded, right? So we're not going to wake up every morning saying, oh, Lord, forgive me again because I messed up again. No, we're going to wake up every morning saying, all right, Lord, what you got in store for me today? Use me as you need to, Lord. Amen. You know? You know, it's uh, it's funny because, I mean, me personally, the way I think of things is like a um, someone pruning a tree. Because he's talking about it so perfectly. But in my mind, it's coming to a tree because um, of how many times it mentions trees and everything. And um, right now I have a bonsai tree. And that's, you know, that's just where my mind is. And so, and God talks to me through trees. And so when I look at it, it's like, if you've ever messed with a bonsai tree or you have ever seen one or anything, like I'm pretty sure everyone's seen one, the amount of time and the amount of stuff you have to trim off of that tree just to get it so perfectly looking that way is just, it's insane. The one I have is 10 years old and it's like, it's still this small, <laughs> but yet it's like bushed out. And so, but anyway, um, the whole point is, is what God does with us is he shapes us just like a person shapes a bonsai tree. He takes that time and effort and goes down into the roots and cuts the things of the roots so that it won't grow the wrong way or um, does all these different things. He knows us so perfectly that he knows what's causing um, it to grow higher or grow a certain way that he doesn't want it to grow. So or he then goes down and cuts that root and then he he gets it to where he wants it. And so he looks at the shape and he's like, nah, this this one little stem here is dying or yeah. this one little stem here isn't producing what I want to produce of a look. And so he trims that off. Or he then, doesn't give up when it, when it looks like it's dying. Yeah, or he doesn't give <laughs> up if it looks like it's dying. He sits there and he still pushes through. Patient. And just the way I look at it is because that's what he does with us when we're going through the suffering. We're going through the suffering and he's sitting there and he's pruning us the whole time. Right. So, so going on your analogy, this is, this is what I've come to realize with going through all this. Cause there were things that just stuck to me and I'm just ripping them off, trying to like, Oh Lord, forgive me. I did it again. You know, stuff like that, you know, but what I've come to realize if you're in that state of mind, because there's, like I said the other day, there's things that are quick that you just let go. But if there's things that you can't let go, there's there's a there's something there that you got to realize first, and and what I've realized if you're glorying if you have glory in that suffer suffering you know when you when you're doing this then the Lord goes all right you're ready I can mold you otherwise we can take this thing that branch is just gonna keep growing out that way he's got to cut it off again and cut it off again and then cut it off again right because you keep messing up but once you realize well the Lord's gonna take me somewhere through this right. And then he's gonna it's gonna cut off and it's it's gonna grow perfectly after that. You know? It's gonna bloom or something, right? Or with the molding, you know, if you're you're molding it, all right, well the clay's too hard right there, so it's gonna take a little bit more and a little throw more little water on it, try and mix it up a little bit more. But when you when you realize that that, that you have to you can see the other end of where this is gonna take you, you know, and you really you really look forward to uh, 
to what the Lord's got in store for you, even though you're going through the suffering, you're going to persevere because you're ready. You know, you're going to, it's going to mold perfectly. And then it's no, it's no longer a struggle for yourself anymore. You know, the Lord's going to take care of it for you. Right. And that's where that character comes in. Once you persevere, you know, when you persevere through it and with that character, well, it comes in godly hope and it doesn't get put to shame. Right. And that's what we were talking about the whole time. Right. Which goes back to that rejoicing, rejoicing in it. Right? It's the whole recipe right there. But remember, it's not just that two two verses there. It's the whole beginning of this book. Mm-hmm. Right? Because you got to get to that state of mind first. And that's the hardest thing to get to. You know? It takes a long time to get there. But when you get there, oh, praise God. Because you're, you're in for the ride just as much as the Lord's trying to hold you into it. You know? Yeah. You're no longer trying to fight it. You're just like, nah, I don't need to do this anymore. Lord's yeah. got something better for me. You see? And Allie's pushing for verse 6. All right, so verse 6, it says... <laughs> Amen. It says, You see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. I brought this up brought this up last time. You know, I forgot where it was at, but because I was reading ahead. <laughs> but it's like... It's like, like I said last time, it's like being in a war. Or, uh, yeah, it's like being in a war. You know, you're going out to war and everything. And then on the other side is Christ, right? But he's going to die for you in that war, even though you're not on the same team, because we're enemies of God, right? And that's why he brings up that, that, ne- that next verse. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, right? Someone who's righteous. Though for a good person, someone might possibly dare to die. So a good person would go would die for someone innocent or you know who, who's another good person but here's what christ did christ died while he was your while you were his enemy because he loved you so much that he was like not nah. about all the enemies that he had i am not an enemy well what, what i'm talking if you're if you're not if you've always believed well right. the thing is, is what i'm getting at is like I, I brought this up last time too if you're the, if you understand your theology if you're not right with Christ, like if you're in the world, you're essentially an enemy of God, right? Because when Christ saved you, where were you at? You were in your transgressions, right? You were in the world. It, it goes back to, uh, you remember the, the first three chapters? Uh, and those first three chapters, we talked about the sinners, right? And what was the question that went along with that? Are you, you a good, good person? And all of us cannot say yes. And that's where it gets down to. Is It's the same thing here. Are you his enemy? It replaced that good person with enemy. Are you his enemy? And each sinner was an enemy of Christ. Because is an enemy of Christ. So yes. we're walking against him no matter, no matter what. what. If you right, so Well, you, you were before the, his justification. Right. Yes. You ever read the book no. of Isaiah? Yeah. No. Okay, so in chapter six, he gets pulled. Uh, he gets he gets pulled in front of God's throne. Right, read no. it. All right. You got and I mentioned this, you got two minutes. I mentioned this because I believed all my life too. I was born in the yeah. church, but I was still an enemy of Christ at one point. And the reason why is because every time I sin, every time I walk away from the Word or um, focus on the Word instead of fo- or sorry the world instead of focusing on Christ. 
I essentially become an enemy of Christ. And it's because every single time I am denying the Lord to go and live in something that isn't right. And so it's it's that type of look, and he's going to bring it up in Isaiah. But again, until you are justified. Until you are justified. Because you know why? We're still what you're saying, but we're justified. Yeah. You understand? I get so it's before you gave your life to Christ. Right, that's what I'm getting at. I know what you're getting at, but I, I, I'm trying to explain it to her, not you guys. Oh. Yeah. I was looking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm always talking to Angie. Remember your faith. Remember, it's your faith that makes you righteous, not what you do. Bad Right. So when we didn't have faith, what were we to God? Unfaithful. Essentially, we were enemies of God, right? Unfaithful, essentially, right? Yes. Keep saying that word. I can't stand me saying that word now. That's right. All right. So, so this is I wanted. I want to bring up. I want to bring up Isaiah chapter six real quick. You know, Uh, but I'm going to read it real quick. I'm going to ask you why. You're gonna ask me. Yeah. Ask everybody. Okay, I'm. Well, <laughs> I'll listen. Okay, okay. So I'll ask everybody. Why does Isaiah say what he says says when he's in front of God? Right. It says in the year of that King Uz- uh, Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high and exalted, seated on a throne, and the train of, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were seraphim each with six wings with two wings they covered their faces with with two they covered their feet and with two they were flying and they were calling to one another holy 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 is the lord almighty you know why they say three times right yes Twice perfect that? there you go perfect hope dude there you go i, I listened to the same <laughs> message you did it's awesome lord almighty <laughs> the whole earth is full of his glory Right at the sound of their voices and doorposts and thresholds shook and the temple was filled with smoke. This is what I this is what Isaiah says. Right, woe to me! I cried, I am ruined, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among people of unclean lips. And my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. Why do you think he said that? Just imagine this for a second, okay? Like, I get where you're getting at. You guys are starting to get your thoughts about this answer. Um, But imagine this. You literally just seen the creator of the entire world. He saw him, like, on the throne. Everything. He saw him. He talked about it, how his robe is, like, and fills everything. And it's just awesome. Right, it's massive. he He saw the cherubim around him just singing and praising and... The earth shake everything. He saw everything. He saw this. And so now he's down on his knees like, woe is me. Like so so before you go into what it means. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna uh, go into I what get, it means. I understand someone, though it was I'm a vision because you, a person can't see yeah, God and live. But it is a vision. But I'm just letting you know he saw this in a vision. Okay. Yeah. Isaiah me, probably right. had fear he was gonna die just let from me, it. Let yeah. me rephrase <laughs> this. Um he saw this in a vision instead of saying he saw this. He saw it in a vision. Yeah. Now, think of this. Not, I don't think any one of us have seen God in a vision, like God in no. actual self. So just imagine this. I mean, there's very few people who 
um, in the Bible that it actually mentions that spent time with God or um, seen him and so forth. And so just imagine that. Is this one man saw him in a vision sitting on the throne, a throne that is gigantic, a robe and the robes only went down to your ankles. So you have to imagine how big he was, let alone, you know, it talks about the robe, but let alone how big he was. Filled the temple. Exactly. And so just imagine this while you're thinking about that, why he's saying this, because he sees the creator of the entire world in all his glory in a vision sitting on the throne with cherubim that are covering their faces and feet like they're afraid mm-hmm. type of thing but they're singing out loud as loud as they can with all their being holy 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 is the lord god almighty perfect holiness is the lord god almighty and so it goes back to our question why do you think isaiah said what he said woe to me what does woe mean yeah you guys i'm 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 sorry, I'm lost. Okay. I, 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 it's I, I like this. So, so I, do, I understand what what you just right. said. He's, you know, you don't see him. You see him in a vision, whatever. Right. What well, here's what here's what it's getting at, though. It's like when when you see God's purity, when God's glory, it shows. The only thing it it does is show how dirty we are how unworthy we are it's like walking into say you walk into a, you walked into a prom or something where everyone's dressed up but you're you're wearing street clothes you know you feel so out of place that's a small piece of it right you feel out of place but but standing before the holy pure god he just he fell to his face woe to me i'm unclean i'm unworthy and that's that's what it's getting at and none of us are so no no no. so the next thing he says though he says i am ruined yep which means what destroyed right. yeah he just Isaiah's in front, of, and the in front of god right now he thought he was gonna die and he thought he was gonna die mm-hmm. and what but it he, was a vision it right. was what a vision he actually just see no he saw this in a vision okay but um i think that confused her yeah, so, okay, let me, let me bring it back. So, he had this vision right after the king's death, right? right? Okay. And he saw the Lord sitting on the throne. Mm-hmm. And he saw the robe of the Lord able to completely fill an entire temple. Like, if you've seen those temples, they're yes. gigantic. Right, but I'm just saying, what I'm saying is he saw it in a vision. Yes. So why did he say he was ruined? Because he saw it in a vision. The, he, oh, that's what, the vision that's what is so real. He's going to get destroyed. Is that what you're saying? He right. Thought, he's going to get that's destroyed. That's exactly what he thought. Because okay. think about it. He sees. I need to tell her the rest of the story. Yeah. Well, you also got to tell her the before story. I got to tell her the rest I, of the story. I, it, it's all Isaiah, right? Okay. I'm, I'm going to read. I'm gonna read oh, I haven't even read the law of Isaiah yet. Yeah. <laughs> Isaiah's a big book. Yeah, Isaiah's a big book. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll go, I'll go to, I'll start with let me, and whoa. Let me tell you the rest of the story so we can explain why it was brought up. Oh, well, you go ahead if you're going to do it, but he was going to. I knew he was. I knew we were going. We're past you. Yeah, she's. Yeah, you help her understand that. Tell her the rest of the story or whatever you're going to do. Simplify. Simplify. You simplify, Mike. I was trying to simplify. Telling you that all sinners are enemies of God before we're saved. I think a lot of people forget that God hates sin. And any sin that you do, God hates it. Right. right? That's the whole wrath of God. Mm-hmm. You know? And so Isaiah is in front of God. 
And Isaiah goes, Oh, woe, woe to me. I am ruined. I'm a man of unclean lips, and my people are of unclean lips. So they're all sinners. All sinners. Yeah, all None is righteous. All of no, us. not one. Okay. But it's true, but listen even in the same story. Because going back to verse 1, That's right. I get it for you, that people will justify. See, that what Matt shared earlier, but then the verse 4 says, Then one of the seraphims flew to me, yep. having in his hand a living comb, a light comb, for which the he had taken with the tongue from the altar, and he touched my mouth mm-hmm. with it, and said, Behold, uh-huh. this has clean. touched your lips, your iniquity. Listen to this part of it. taken away. Mm-hmm. That's what Christ did on the cross for us. Amen. So, yeah. so one, we were, but not, not anymore because we've been justified not by anymore. grace. Yeah. Right. And that's why we're grace. down. Yeah. And listen, you're going to sin again. You're going to sin again. Oh. And more grace, you're going to go to chapter 7. What should we do? Should we sin the more? No. See, because more is a bull of bounds. No. It's understanding that we've been justified by this beautiful mm. love of God's only begotten Son. And the biggest thing about our faith and our walk mm-hmm. is to is to remind ourselves constantly of what He did for us, yeah. what we were before, and what what we are now because of Him. You know, we're going to mess up, and every day we mess up. You know, every minute we mess up, but yet. Christ loves us, and we need to turn to Him and get up each time. So there is a saying on Psalms, there is a saying on Psalms, Mary, that it says that God has took the sins as far as the east, yeah. yes. from the west. Yes. Because you only have two more points to go to His feet, right. okay, or to His mighty glory. There is only two points after that for you to, to come into Him. Mm-hmm. One is His feet. Because from his feet, you wanna hope, you wanna boast on his glory. Because when when the Son of Man is being lifted up, mm-hmm. anyone who looks up him, Amen. Okay, they will be justified. Amen. Amen. This is how beautiful the love of God is. But here's here's when we look at the whole thing we started talking about though, is sometimes we think because we've lived a good life and we came to him early on that we were not without sin we're okay no no we're always with okay sin. but there was a time that there was a time that your sin drew you to him yes that's what we're talking about you understand yes now i get okay okay that's what we're talking sin about that's what i was going to tell you when i told you to read the rest of the story and i was going to tie it in yeah mom See, said humility he knew he wasn't worthy See, okay, Isaiah, okay, watch. Isaiah thought he was okay. That's the problem with a lot of us. We think we're okay. Isaiah thought he was okay until he had that vision. And he had the vision because God wanted to call him to something greater. But until he was clean by the conviction of his sin, bringing him to the Father, right? Until he was clean, God couldn't send him. So God gave him the vision to show him he was a sinner, and and in the vision of showing him, which he did to every single one of us, yeah. okay, when he did that, then he made him clean. Yeah. And when he made him clean, what was the next words? Then who shall I send? Look at the whole letter. He Amen. speaks about about much about the wrath of God, because that what he was in his heart mm-hmm. before he saw his vision. And every time he mentions about the wrath of God to myself from chapter 1 to 66, mm-hmm. he goes back to that part. 
Paul does the same thing when he goes back to the road to Damascus, back to the road to Damascus, back to the road. I do the same thing when I go back to what Pastor Landers put up with and the stuff God did. My, you did the same thing. He does the same thing. You do that, that, that. But we're justified. Amen. And that that's the whole reason why we went back to Isaiah was because it just did example that, that, that. Did of exactly like that? what yeah. he was going through because we we sometimes do forget because Isaiah finally realized that he what he did so bad and why he was such a sinner that he ended up uh, saying that he's ruined that he that was it right it was it was the realization from what we were going over in five six mm -hmm. that's what I was trying to point out I wasn't trying to go over the the whole story. Because I think that's what confuses it all is that we went over the whole story when I was just trying to grasp a certain aspect of that story. But there's a reason you were grasping it. Because it was going to fill in with verse 8. <laughs> but then we didn't get to verse 8. No, wait, wait, wait. Go on, Mike. It all started with the enemies, and she said, well, I'm not an enemy. Yeah. That's right. right. But the reason they use but that the, word right. is because it's coming up, and it's going to call us it's all It's coming up, yeah. We were enemies of God. That's why, that's why they used that that's word. That's why I told you before. Same as, yeah. same as enemies. But that's, that's why we were enemies. That's why that's I told why we you that example. That's why I told you bef what drew you to God. Yeah. Because essentially, before you were drawn to Him and you were justified through Christ, you were an enemy. You get it? We got to start back in six next time. No, but I'm talking. I'm talking about word enemy. Just no. I'm talking about before you had Christ in your heart. It says so we're enemies. So think about. Oh, you have two sinners, right? You have the sinner that has Jesus. Like you, me, Mamel, everyone in this room. Mm -hmm. All of us have Jesus in our heart, yes. but we're all sinners. Wait, do we all? Because if not, we can pray the prayer of salvation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, salvation is today. Yes. <laughs> um, but there's that sinner, right? Mm -hmm. And then there's the one that's doing the exact opposite. They're in the world. They're sinning. But at the same time, they don't have the Lord. Remember, they haven't said that prayer. And that's the enemy. Because they're not justified. They haven't had what Memo mentioned about the uh, cherubim coming down and touching his lips with that coal. That's what cleansed him. But that or was Christ being on that's, the cross. Mm -hmm. That's the uh, example that he was given of his purification. Ours is through the Lord on the cross. Right. His blood coming down and doing the exact same thing as that coal touching his lips. Right. Yeah. And so that's exactly what we're getting at here is without... Jesus, you're an enemy of Christ. But and with him, you're still a sinner, but you're justified because of his remember, blood. Remember, you're still that enemy. Taking, taking the first four chapters. Now you're justified, and you're no longer that enemy. Now, what, what made us we righteous? We said it in the beginning, he ushered you exactly. in for that curtain. See it? Yeah, I get it now. Yeah, I'm going to plead the yeah, fifth. Oh. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Yes. Okay, any other prayers? Allie's got a prayer asking for... Uh, can you guys pray for my test on Monday? Hopefully Amen. I'll pass. Oh, is that Monday? Yes, it's Monday. And also she has a doctor's appointment next Thursday, hoping all is good. Mm. And Leah, you have something coming up. Dentist. What, what day is it so we can be in prayer for you? More on that day? Oh, yeah. we. I hate the dentist. <laughs> oh. Sorry, I am so sorry, Leah. I went, oh, can you see me? Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay, but I go tomorrow. Okay, we're going to be in prayer for you right now. We're going to be in prayer, and we'll be in prayer tomorrow as well. It's better we know so we can pray, Leah. 
Yeah. Because we love you. Hey, Mary, can you give all the verses to Jake so we can uh, put them in the description? On the that we went over today? Any others yeah, yeah. coming? No. Any other prayer requests? Angie unspoken. Anybody else? Pray for Mike. Pray for Mike. For this Mike? Because of his beard? I'll pray, pray for, for Mike pray, and I'll pray for Memphis. Pray for Jacob not having one. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob, lost, than you think. Jacob lost all and any credibility now that he's a kid again. Yeah, I know. I wonder why you guys talked over me all night. <laughs> I talked with you. Yeah, no, I, I talked with you too. I was just being fun. Right, Memo? Yeah. It picks up just fine. <laughs> Trust me. I was just being, that's why I'm sitting back here because it still picks you up. It's your voice carrying mm-hmm. that's able to pick it up. Since it's pointed towards you, you're completely that's fine. Voices carrying. <laughs> my mic's on. Let's pray. Yeah. So, let's see. I want to make sure I got them all down. We got Leah's. I'm not even going to say what it is because I know. <laughs> uh, we got Ali's test and something else going Angie on. Angie Doctor, unspoken. Doctors Unless you want to speak, Angie. Anne's is unspoken. I'll leave it at that. Um, anyone else? Oh, Mike and Memo. Yeah, so peace for Tina. Tina, she's settling in her new environment. Yeah. Okay, and peace for Tina. And Nicole for an interview. Got it. Amen. And Nick's working up to a test. Amen. Nick's working up to a test. Got it. I am probably going to forget, but I'm going to definitely. The Lord knows. We'll help you as you go. Remind me if I missed any, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) (laughs) All right, now. All right. Dear Lord, we just. Man, Lord, I can't stop thinking about a. What uh, Francis, every every time he opened up in prayer, he just started with holy, holy, holy. It's the Lord God Almighty. And it's it's just amazing because it makes me think of um, that cherubim, exactly what we read in Isaiah, Lord, just the cherubim sitting around you and just singing holy, holy, holy all the time, Lord. How perfectly holy you are. Lord, I just want to enter into that, um, that peace right now, Lord, as we go into prayer, Lord, and just speak with you, Lord. We just ask that you would uh, have your hand over these prayer requests that are going to be brought before you, Lord. Or that you already know what they are, and you already know what's on our hearts and minds. You're, you're 40 steps ahead of us, and we're just at the first step, Lord. And so, Lord, we just uh, come before you. Lord, we lay everything down at your feet right now. Any thoughts, any anxieties, worries, or fears, anything, Lord, whatever's on our hearts or minds that are separating us right now, Lord, we just lay it at your feet so that we can enter into and speak to you and that you would hear from us, Lord. Lord, right now we just come before you and we ask that you would have your hand over it. We're going to start with Leah, Lord, that you would just, Lord, you know what she's going to be going through, Lord, and you know what's coming up, Lord, so we just ask that your hand would be over her. Lord, give her a peace, a peace that only comes from you, Lord. We talked about it. Um, tonight about how that peace comes through Jesus and comes through you and just it only can come through you Lord how reading your word and just all the different ways Lord just we just 
ask that you would have that peace over her father when she goes into this father just to Lord just keep her protected from any anxieties any fears any worries Lord keep that far from her body and far from her mind Lord and also we ask that you would strengthen her Lord just give her strength strengthen her body Lord I always think about it these bodies are so frail Lord like you you fall the next thing you know is you have a broken toe or a broken leg or just something hurts and so or you're just sick one day and can't go to work and whatever happens lord it's just so funny how frail these bodies are lord but lord we just ask that you would strengthen her lord just give her a strength that only comes from you lord just strengthen her entire body and strengthen her mind as well and her spirit lord Lord, just give her a strength, Lord. And Lord, we also ask your hand over Allie, Father. And Lord, she has a test coming up. And I know that when tests come up, people usually start to get a little worried or start to get a little fearful or wondering, am, am I, did I study enough? Did I do this enough? Do I do that, Lord? So I just ask that you would just uh, be with her, Lord. Just wash that same peace right over her, Lord anoint her lord so that she wouldn't ever have that fear lord but she would just be brought into a peace that only comes from you lord and lord that knowledge from the test lord if this is what she is meant to do i know she wants to do it and she so desperately desires it lord and so lord if this is where she's supposed to be at lord then just give her the knowledge and wisdom to be able to pass this test lord and just look favorably favorably upon her, Lord, through this test and have the administrators see, see favor in her, Lord. And Lord, uh, I also ask your hand over her appointment, Lord, just if I, I think I got that right, she has an appointment, um, that you would just be over her and that father and Lord, just be with her, just have everything go right, nothing to go wrong, Lord. And same with the uh, I didn't think about it, but same over Leo, Lord, have everything to go right, nothing to go wrong, Lord, just everything to go the way it's supposed to be, Lord, according to your plans, Lord. And Lord, we also ask your hand over Angie, Lord, she has an unspoken prayer. And Lord, you, you know what's on the hearts, you know what's on the minds, you know what's going through and rushing through our minds or whatever's going on in our lives, Lord, you know what, you know it all, Lord, you're above all and you've made it lord you've seen it and so lord i just ask that your hand would be over her lord help her in the things that she needs help with give her a peace and a comfort and lord give her strength to get through what she ever she's going through or whoever um she's asking prayer for lord just give her give them the strength as well lord and if someone's not walking right lord then lord just show your hand in their life father so that they would see your works father and come back to you father come to you lord lord i just ask these things over her lord just have her shine your light so brightly that all the darkness flees lord that the darkness doesn't even want to be around her lord that she, she just shines your light so brightly that no darkness can even enter into her presence because of you being just so ingressed and intertwined with her lord and so lord uh I just ask this over her, Lord, and just be with her, Lord, and help her with what she's going through, Father. And I also ask your hand over Nick, Father, as he has a test that he's getting ready for, Lord, just to help prepare him and 
strengthen him both spiritually and mentally, Father. I'm talking about both spiritually for your works and both mentally just for the test itself, Lord. Just have him shine your light bright, Father. Have him be a star, Lord, just like I was talking about with Ange and all of us here, Lord. Don't just talk about it just with these two people, but just have everyone here just shine that light too, Lord. Lord, uh, I ask your hand over, I think it was Nicole, um, Jacob's friend, Lord, just, uh, she has an interview coming up and I ask that you would just have your hand over her, help her if she's meant to be in this interview, help her to be there, Lord, and Lord, uh, strengthen her, have her see your hand in her life, Lord, and just, uh, Lord, your will be done, Lord. We don't say that enough, your will be done both on earth as it is in heaven, as it says in the prayer that Jesus brought, Father. And so we just ask that, that your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, Lord. And we also ask that your hand would be over uh, Roger, Lord, that that he would also have a, that you would look favorably upon him, Lord, and Lord, help him with his finances and his health, Lord. Just, Lord, help him, Father. He's going through a little bit of struggles right now, Lord, or, and so we just ask that you would help him through what he's going through, Lord. Just bring him out of this, Father, and into your glory, Lord. But, Lord, do it in your timing, Lord, because I always think of Isaiah 55, Lord. Your ways are higher than our ways, and your thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And, Lord, just, just do it in your will, Lord. And if you're not there, then, Lord, just be with him. Show him, Lord, and give him a peace. Help him through it. And lead him unto your ways, Father. Lord, uh, I know Tina was also one, Lord. I know she's going through a hard time adjusting, Lord. But I remember last time I was there, she couldn't stop just saying sorry for not fully being adjusted, Lord. And it's it's so amazing just to see that heart, Lord. Because she has such a heart for you that she knows that you are providing for her. But at the same time, she's having a struggle just getting adjusted into this lord and so lord i just ask that you would help her father be with her and lord uh help her with that adjustment lord just give her that peace just a peace that transcends all understanding lord lord just uh be with her she's like i said she's someone that's right after your heart lord she's striving to help be after you lord and so lord i just ask that you would Look upon her and help her, Lord. Be there with her, Lord, and help her to adjust, Father. Help her to get comfortable and that she would also have friends there and that she would minister to people, that it would just be such a big blessing, Lord, in her life. Because she's there for a reason. You put her there for a reason, Lord. So we ask this over her, Lord, and I don't know if there's any others. Oh, Memo and um, Mike, Lord, I just... First, I'll ask over Mike, Lord, just that you be with him, Father, and all that he's going through, all that he's um, both with him and Laura and their family and everything, Lord, everything that they do, Lord, have them do everything unto you and just walk favorably upon you, Father, and just help them walk in your, your light, Father, in your path, Lord, and help them not stray. And Lord, I also ask your hand over Memo, Lord, and um, his family, just... Lord, be with them, Father, and give them peace where they need peace. And Lord, give them strength where they need the strength, Lord, whether it be 
health wise or just physically, Lord, just whatever the case may be, Lord, just be with them, Lord, that entire family, Lord. And while I'm thinking about it, also have your hand over the revival, Lord, just it's coming tomorrow. It came so quickly, Lord, but Lord, you're here to revive the church. You're here to revive the people. You're here to revive the people who believe and to also give strength to those who didn't believe but did come, Lord. And so I just ask that even through all these times that we've been praying, Lord, that you've prepared us, Lord, and that you're still preparing us, Lord, and preparing every single heart, Lord, every single person that we go and talk to tomorrow and Saturday, that they would be the people that are specifically placed, Lord, that if if you're not there, if you're not going up before us, then don't send us, Lord. I think about it in another book that says it, Lord, this, if you're not going before us, I think it was Moses that sent us, said it. If you're not going before me, Lord, then I don't want to go. And so, Lord, that's the same with us, Lord. If you're not going before us, then don't send us, Lord. Don't have us go. Have something come up and have us not go, Lord, because I don't want to go if you're not going before us and you're not preparing the way, Father. And so, Lord, just have it all be prepared beforehand. Every single heart placed and every single word spoken, just be prepared by you, Lord. We ask these things in your name. In Jesus' name we say, amen. 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 amen.